And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, an analyst says grain markets are starting to reflect dryness in the U.S. Midwest and Western Canada. AgriNews is brought to you by the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. A market analyst says wheat prices are showing some strength following ongoing dryness in parts of the United States and Canada. John Dreger of FarmLink Marketing Solutions says wheat futures are up about 50 cents a bushel in Kansas from recent lows. I think we're starting to see a little bit more attention paid to it as we're getting a little bit closer to spring. And uh, the nature of, of, of dryness in the markets is such that there's sort of this slow creeping build, slow creeping build, and of course, you know, it can disappear almost overnight, literally, if you get some rain or, or you get some moisture and so forth. And so that's a little bit the nature of, of, of how dryness works its way into market and prices and so forth. But you know, I think, for example, uh, if you look at wheat futures and, and most particularly the Kansas City hard red winter wheat futures uh, are, are responding. And, and a large part of that is to, to dryness in the uh, in the plains. And, and I think markets are taking notice a little bit in terms of, of Western Canada as well. Dramatically so? No, I, I don't think yet. I think maybe it's more as much, if you look, for example, at something like canola, and, and of course, we've been helped by some weakness in the loony here uh, uh, this week as well. But you see new crop futures prices kind of bumping up against the upper end of their range. Part of that is the loony, but maybe there's a certain element of that as well where uh, not a huge price response in fear of what if in terms of dryness, but I think also just a recognition that it's dry in Western Canada. And somewhere along the line, if that doesn't get resolved, uh, at what point does that start maybe having a tangible impact on, on potential yield. How much have wheat futures at Kansas jumped up in, say, the last couple of weeks? You know, we've seen that. We've seen a pop probably of uh, maybe, well, if you look back uh, over over a little bit further back, say, you know, off the lows around 50 cents or so, something like that, give or take, depending which contract you look at and depends, you know, maybe how far back you want to go. Uh, I think, uh, you know, we, we saw maybe about a week or so ago sort of a bit of a gap higher in the charts. and so we pulled back a little bit. There is a certain element of, of ebb and flow. Uh, there's also uh, an element of, of the fact that, uh, you know, whether we're talking wheat, corn, or some other crops, uh, you know, there are still large global supplies. And that's kind of the cushion against which uh, the, the lens through which this, this dryness is also viewed is the fact that, you know, we do have this large cushion coming into the growing season. But at the same time, you know, markets are recognizing that maybe there is some production risk. Whether it happens, time will tell. But, but you know, there is more and more talk of that. And again, the longer it goes without maybe seeing some tangible moisture. The stock market was incredibly volatile this week. We had the record drop on the Dow Jones in the United States. Did that have any impact on the grain markets at all? You know, it's actually been kind of interesting. In fact, the grain markets have really hardly responded at all to uh, you know to the move in, in stock markets and, and outside financial markets. And uh, that's not always the case, you know. And so I think there's a couple of elements at play here. One is the fact that grain markets are already relatively low. In fact, if you look at some recent charts compared, for example, the value of the stock market compared to say a basket of commodities overall. So maybe not just grains, but you look at crude oil and metals and so forth. You'd see uh, actually uh, commodity markets were you know, record low relative to stock prices. Now, if you look at grains specifically, grains are particularly low as well. When you look in the lens of, of you know, for example, crude oil and gold, and some of those markets actually had appreciated already. Grains not so much. So, so if you look in the context, uh, you know, uh, from stock markets, grain prices were already very very low. 
and, and I think that's definitely part of it. Our grain market's going to be completely immune if we see further pressure in financial markets, not necessarily, but you know, I, I think there is one, again, the fact that they are cheap relative to other assets, and two, you know, maybe again, just kind of zeroing around to some of the fundamentals and, and talk about dryness and some of those things. So in the past, at times, we have seen grain markets break with other financial markets. But, of course, you know, corn at, say, 350 a bushel is different than corn at, uh, for example, $7 a bushel maybe uh, when you had the financial crisis in 2007 and eight, and grain markets got hit as well. So, you know, it is a bit of a, a relative component to it that's definitely in play. John Dreger is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. Southern Saskatchewan is expected to have below normal runoff this spring. Patrick Boyle with the Water Security Agency says the forecast is based on dry conditions last summer and fall and below normal winter snowfall. Looking at the the conditions in the summer and fall of 2017, it was fairly dry. Uh, across the province and uh, that combined with below normal winter precipitation so far uh, we're looking at a a below normal to well below normal uh, spring runoff for a lot of southern Saskatchewan so it's fairly dry in a lot of areas in the in the southern part of the province so uh, that's really the the main cause for a lot of that Uh, and we haven't seen a whole lot of snowfall just yet so you know, with that in mind, though, there is a significant part of winter left that could impact the whole situation. So you're saying the runoff potential could change? You know, we have about 8 to 10 weeks of, uh, of winter precipitation to go here. So, and, and being it was fairly dry last summer and into the fall, it, it would probably take a, a well above average precipitation for February, March, and April to produce uh, around an average spring runoff in the southern area. So that could happen. Not to say it won't, but uh, if everything goes as it has uh, in a typical year, we're probably looking at below normal. How do surface water lakes and reservoirs look right now? You know, there's some, uh, with, with the dry conditions, uh, the end of 2017, we did see some issues in, in, in certain areas, particularly with uh, um, in the agricultural sector with livestock and uh, domestic stock watering and some uh, issues like that. So we're going to be touching base with some of the communities in uh, in the southeast and in the well-to-blow normal areas and, and just uh, checking in with them to see what uh, what their precipitation uh, amounts have been like and what their supplies look like. And that's, you know, a number of uh, a handful of communities who uh, use surface water supplies that uh, that we'll be talking to on that uh, in that respect. Do you feel there could be, what, some supply shortages if it stays dry? You know, if it stays dry, we don't get any rain like that. Um, it typically takes a sustained uh, pattern of this, and would, which would be a couple of years. Um, you know, not to say that it couldn't happen in one year, but uh, we think that's something we want to keep our eye on and, and look, a, look a little harder at those areas that uh, could have some supply shortages and touch base with the communities and, and ask them how are their supplies doing and kind of what the backup looks like. But in summary, it looks like below normal runoff? Yeah, for the most part, across the province, below normal, outside of uh, a pocket uh, up near uh, Meadow Lake and uh, the upper Churchill Basin where they saw extreme rainfall. But outside of that, the majority of the province is below normal to well below normal. Patrick Boyle is a spokesman with the Water Security Agency. A market analyst is not expecting any significant progress on pulse tariffs when the Prime Minister meets with the Prime Minister of India in about 10 days' time. 
Justin Trudeau will be in India for trade discussions with senior officials, including the Prime Minister of India. Chuck Penner with Left Field Commodity Research says when Trudeau brings up the Pulse tariff issue, it will likely result in polite nodding from Indian government officials, and that will be the end of it. Right now, they have an election coming up, not this year, but next year, and they're already thinking ahead to that. And so Mr. Trudeau doesn't get any votes in that election, uh, and there are you know 1.1 billion people who, who do vote in that election. So... It's the kind of a situation where right now they're trying to please their farmers uh, or trying to raise prices. And so the signals that they've taken in November and in December and even as recently as this week uh, are saying they're going to protect their farmers or try and boost prices for their farmers. Even though it hasn't been very successful, um, they're going to continue to try and do those things. They're not sending any signals that they're receptive to any complaints that Canadian or Australian politicians have had. In fact, earlier this week, India increased the import tariff on chickpeas from 30% to 40%. Penner was in Melford on Wednesday for a presentation at a Sask Pulse Growers Regional Meeting. He updated the market situation for green and yellow peas. For green peas, we're actually seeing quite a bit more strength because they're actually high-priced enough in India that they're able to get around or through or over that tariff. They're continuing to actually buy our green peas in India. Uh, yellows is going to be a tough slog through the rest of this year, I think, just because uh, the, we're going to be holding on to a lot of them. And as farmers lose patience toward the end of this year and you know want to empty some bins and things like that, you know that could get a little tough. For yellow peas, not so much for greens. Greens, will, greens are going to look pretty good, actually. That's market analyst Chuck Penner with Left Field Commodity Research. Prime Minister Trudeau will be in India from February 17th to 23rd to talk trade and investment. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall as Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Canola gained a dollar twenty at four seventy five forty four. Oats fell two twenty nine at one fifty nine eighty seven. Number one red spring wheat went down thirty nine cents at two thirty eight twenty one. The rest were unchanged. Durham two sixty five sixty one. Feed barley one seventy seven sixty three. Flax four sixty three sixty eight. Yellow peas two hundred thirty six dollars and thirty seven cents. Feed wheat, 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, March spring wheat is down a half cent at 6.12 and a half cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-5358 or Weyburn, 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with Market Report. Hard on Talk here in Moose Jaw. 360 cattle on offer here at our Thursday regular sale. We are selling cows, bulls, and yearlings every Thursday here in Moose Jaw. Cow market may be a buck or two stronger this week. A lot of them good cows, anywhere from 84 to 90. The odd more cow into the low 90s. The big bulls, not a lot of them on offer. This yearling market, it's kind of come around a little bit too. We're seeing a bounce in the board a little bit here and there. We are pre-sorting here too. They look like about 1,800 head. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,300 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 164 to 167 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 5,200 head, selling a range of 162 to 168 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, February 9th are 
Maple Leaf Sig 5 165.93, Hams Cash 164.43, Thunder Creek Brickle 160.13, and High Life $165.63 per CKG. Hams Cash Hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar is down at 25 basis points with a daily exchange rate at 1.2585. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.57 cents US. U.S. cash markets continued the lower trend established earlier in the week, losing nearly $1 U.S. 100 rate in most reporting regions. Hog supplies have been predictably large, with packers able to maintain full production even after cutting their bids. The cutout value has lost about 5% of its value, with almost all of the weakness coming from lower ham and belly prices. After three days of big losses early this week that followed the stock market trend, lean hog futures found support yesterday and were able to close near steady with the previous day. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM Farm Weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM Farm Weather forecast for today, mainly sunny skies, wind west 30 and a high of minus 15. The wind chill minus 33 today, the low minus 22 tonight. Tomorrow partly cloudy, wind west 20, the high minus 10, the wind chill minus 32, the low minus 19. Sunday, sunny with a high of minus 15, the low minus 26. Monday, sunny, the high minus 17, the low minus 19. Tuesday, sunny skies, the high minus 4, the low minus 17 degrees. Wednesday, partly cloudy, 30% chance of flurries, the high minus 8, the low minus 18. Thursday, sunny skies with a high of minus 13. The normal high is minus 8 degrees and the normal low minus 20. The sun rose at 8.21 this morning. It sets at 6.04 tonight. And around the province, this hour we have Estevan at minus 20, Saskatoon minus 18, Swift Current minus 21, Weyburn minus 20, Yorkton is minus 16 degrees. In Regina with sunny skies, it's minus 21, that's 6 below Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west at 23, giving a wind chill right now of minus 32 degrees. Humidity is 79%, barometer dropping 103.4. Sunny in Moose Jaw, minus 18. Winds are from the west at 31. Once again, Regina, sunny, minus 21. That's 6 below Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.